This is the CrossFit 845 Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dave, Kevin, and Turbo. Turn on again. Da, two, this da, is da, episode da, 24. Da, yeah. Oh. We're on. Episode 24, the boys are back. Boys are back. I'm a little under the weather, so if I sound a little bit nasally, it's because I had a sinus infection this week. Ugh. You could fix that. Took post, me out, bro. Post, can't you? What? Can you fix that in post? What? The nasaliness? Yeah. I guess so. Well, this is the real me. That's what I like. The real, <laughs> no filter. Dave Ozentot. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. Kevin's here. Turbo's here. Yo. We're sitting outside. We have a guest today. This guy, man, how long have I known this guy? Since probably six years now. Yeah. 2012. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. What'd you say? Did someone say something? Talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> Am I allowed to speak now? Yeah, you can. I got silence All right. since I got here. We got Frank Volpe here, owner of CrossFit New Windsor, my favorite box non-845. Oh, well, that was nice. Wasn't that nice? Wow. That was very nice. This got like really Why is cute. it your favorite? Because oh. you're my favorite affiliate owner. Ooh. Oh, how did I get that title? You told that to Ryan. Great facility, uh. too. <laughs> Uh, they're, bo- they're both tied. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we're tied. <laughs> Did you say that? We'll have to go back. I don't know. I don't know if I said that. <laughs> kind of running a different facility. There's kind of two different facilities. Yeah, it's very right. two different facilities. They are. Yeah. They are different. Why do I think your? Why is yours my favorite? Yeah. Because you get it. You get it. I get some things. You do. You get it. You've been around for long enough that you don't have. You know. You don't have the fancy shit in there. It's very uh, 2012-ish. It is. I right? Mean, yeah. I mean, you mean fancy like... Like new, like... like whatever you there are, their things are. Not yeah, everything I mean, is 2018 Rogue. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, we do have a lot of Rogue stuff at this point, but right. it didn't start that way. I mean, oh, shit. I made my first jump ropes... Before we were even anything, because really? I was stupid and didn't know you could just buy a jump rope cheap. <laughs> so I made them out of cable and PVC pipe from Home Depot. Yes. Wow. Oh that's yeah. why I like. Yeah. It. That's. Yeah. That's how it started. <laughs> so when did you open up CrossFit New Windsor? Uh, I guess technically, summer of 2011 mm-hmm. is when any kind of thought of me helping other people work out started and then very end of 2011 we actually had some sort of square footage mm. to do stuff in and then uh april 2012 we actually affiliated and you've been in the same spot ever since uh no this is actually this is actually technically like our fifth or sixth location expansion in yes. that one area uh no 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 no. we weren't always there were you no. in a different town or was it always new windsor no nope, it was always new windsor technically if you want to count the school track as our first location oh, yeah. that would be it wow and then our second technical location was some little classroom in a building up on the airport that the town owned and uh stewart yeah yeah nice. there's like this old like military like gymnasium building that had like a bunch of different like rooms to it like a basketball court and a racquetball court and stuff and there was like a classroom you know up on the second floor and they let us use that 
So I would haul the one rower and the kettlebells and the wall balls that I bought every time to this little classroom. And we would do Tabata row as a finisher, one person (laughs) at a time, (laughs) like 20 people. So so back up a second. How did you find these people? And then you started on a track? Yeah. So backstory is I'm doing CrossFit at CrossFit Orange. Okay. Uh, rest in peace to Barry. Yeah, Barry. Uh, I was uh, I got introduced to it by by a colleague, and I'm doing it at CrossFit Orange. Two th- August 2010, I start. Uh, about yeah, about a year later, friends and family are like, "Oh, you should do a boot camp for us. You know, we need to get in shape for the beach." And I'm like, "Yeah, cool. I'll I'll help." I I don't really know exactly what to do here but yeah i'll help so we go to the track we run around the track we do some squats and burpees and you know and they're all laying on the ground after as you know like what just happened to us and then they're like let's do it again and you're immediately <coughs> addicted so, how many yeah. people did you have uh i think it was my wife my sister-in-law maybe my my two nephews and like two or three uh of my wife's friends and that was it and then uh you know, they they all kind of like run in the same circle when I belong to the volunteer firehouse and stuff like that. So, you know, a bunch, they told a bunch of those people and they came and then they got other wives or husbands to come and do it. And they came and before I knew it, I was texting like 70 people a week. Yeah. Like, hey, we're meeting at the tracks this days and these times this week, you know, and uh, and then people would show up. That's really cool. <laughs> and and you call it, that Frank's boot camp? No, I didn't really have a name at that point. There was no name. It was just us going to the track. They, uh, I had this little, like, cigar cask and, uh, like a coffee can almost, but it was made out of wood. And, uh, people would throw five bucks in it. Yeah. So you guys had then, almost uh, had similar starts. Right? Yeah. You just call a bunch of your closest people. Yeah. You just get a bunch of friends together. Yeah. So they're similar start right there. giving yeah. me five bucks and I took and I bought our first kettlebells and wall That's balls awesome. and and saved enough for that one rower and I lugged that around in my truck and then we had to go to that classroom because it was like getting dark out early and uh after the classroom we went down to the racquetball court because it was a little bit bigger after the racquetball court uh we were kind of out of out of space and whatnot so I said hey if I do this for real like is everybody in and uh and most of them were in and uh there was like a kind of like an 1800 square foot like old indoor swimming pool on the back of the building and uh and that was our that was our first spot the swimming pool was functional no no no, they filled it in Uh, it was a swimming pool and they didn't use it anymore (laughs) that'd be awesome that'd be great i would have never left that building (laughs) if that swimming pool was like still operational so then you outgrew that 1800 square feet we outgrew that about a year and a half later uh and then we went to where we are now, which is actually the first place I ever looked at, but I was too scared to to do it. This place too. That's yeah. weird, man. And then I went back, and it was going to be available, so we did it. And then a year later, we knocked down a wall to the size it is now. And how big is it now? Uh, the whole, all our space is about like 6,400. Um, that main room is like 48 or 49, and that little room is like 900. Yep. Yeah. Nice so spot. Yeah. Those friends that 
when you first started and you asked them, are you in? And you said most of them said yes. Mm -hmm. Out of those, most of them that said yes, how many are still around now? Oh, man, you know, I check that every so often. There's actually only like four of those people left. Yeah. You know? I'm uh, the, I, f I have a few, too, that came yeah. from the garage that are just, you know, they're just a handful still. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, people's lives change. Of course. And, and, and whatnot for whatever reasons, you know. And uh, Businesses change, too. Yeah, they do. Uh, I think just it's there's like this life cycle in CrossFit. And if you right around the three year mark, if you make it like to three years, like that's really good. But after that, it's it becomes real difficult to to hold on to people. Have you ever counted yep. how many people you have? that are like over three years or or at five years i haven't recently yeah but uh, but i know you know i can point out the people who are <coughs> mm -hmm. yeah but you're right yeah. It, yeah times change man yeah they do people and just get busy or whatever the thing is and the gym is always the first thing to get cut out of uh out of people's lives which yeah. it shouldn't be it shouldn't be no it's funny you cut it's ass backwards yeah you cut the thing that's probably going to save your life one day yeah <laughs> or keep the doctor yeah. off your ass yeah right can we curse on this podcast of course you can do oh, whatever the fuck you want <laughs> you could also call out people in a negative manner by name <laughs> no <laughs> i probably won't do that but yeah no we're not <laughs> doing that um <laughs> not if you could change one thing if you were to open a new gym right now what would it be well if you could go back to 20 what was it 10 2012. Uh, 2012. Yeah. And give that self some advice. What would mm, it be? So Frank Volpe goes, self. Self. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That's Dave's. Uh, I would uh, tell you, I don't, uh, I don't think I did it the wrong way with the space. I think that was good to do what Greg Glassman said and, you know, start small. When you mm -hmm. outgrow that, you can afford to move. Uh I think I, I definitely probably would have did uh, looked into how to get the right people in the boat. Okay. So in terms of like uh, coaches and and members, as opposed to just taking anybody. Yeah. You know that you know had their level one or was a good athlete or taking anybody who walked in the door. Yeah. Uh, I wish I now I could turn around and tell myself screen better or ask the right questions which i definitely didn't do starting what are some of the criteria that you look for in a coach uh so i mean other than the obvious of honesty integrity and loyalty is a big one for me mm -hmm. um i i i want to i want to know why like, like the real why uh i'm a big fan of simon sinek and start with why yeah oh yeah oh yeah and uh that that just hit it on the head for me yeah and so the first thing i ask you is is why yep and i and i, I don't want to hear because i want to i want to help people i want to help people achieve their goals i i already know that you wouldn't be sitting here you know i want to know your really deep rooted why uh like if you look at our website the very first thing that you see on our website is is the why that our, our gym is there. Mm -hmm. And I would actually have to, I actually just changed it or morphed it from what we originally had. Cheer it. So I'll have to uh, 
pull it up for you. That's pretty cool, though, because you, you know, nine times out of ten, you probably are going to get that person. It's like, oh, I just want to help people. You know, I really like this, but you know, then that one out of ten, that other one person is going to give you like that deep down answer without you having to fish yeah. for it. And yeah. then you'll look at it and be like, that's my person. Yep. What, I, w- I want to be blo- I want to be blown away by your answer. Which yeah. I don't, don't want to hear what everybody. What? What's your why? What's my why? Yeah. Because it should save my life. Uh, we've gone on over it before. Um, you know, I graduated college. I was depressed. I, I said it before. I contemplated suicide. And, Whoa, you know, yeah. CrossFit truly did save my life. That's deep. That's and deep. That's, and, and that's, You'd be that's hired why. over there at yes, <laughs> New in, Windsor. In five words. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, it, you know, I drug it and I tell the tell story. My first workout ever was at Poughkeepsie CrossFit with Greg Lobotsky. And it, Holla. And it was Karen. Oh. So I'm, and he didn't do like an on ramp, and you know Greg. Just yeah. Greg just shoots from the hip or everything, and uh, you know it was. I'm sitting there, and I remember looking at the guy next to me, uh, that and I'm like, and then I some like other guy that was on my other side, and you know I knew him from doing karaoke and stuff, and I'm like, is this all you fuckers do? It's <laughs> <laughs> just the same. Just thing. do 150 wall balls. That's it. You know, and um, you know, karaoke. and then I was dying on the ground, and then Did there you catch was. That? This guy, karaoke, uh, he said. What? He said he thought it was karaoke. Karaoke? Yeah. yeah. Karaoke? I did catch that. Karaoke, then my buddy PJ the DJ does karaoke, like host karaoke. Interesting. Anyway, keep going. Uh, yep. Yeah. So, and then I'm laying on the ground, and then one of the best athletes in the gym at the time, um, who when I first walked in, like he was super, like, looked like he was just in, like, his click and all that stuff. He comes over to me. I'm laying on the ground, because that's what I see everyone else doing. I'm like, okay, so this is cool if I just die. Um, he comes over to me. Uh, gives me a fist bump, helps me up. It's like, hey, awesome job. You know, and I was like, oh, shit, like there's camaraderie here. Um, and I played baseball in college. I got hurt. Um, you know, I wasn't able to keep playing on a team. And it, but I always liked the individual stuff because I could gauge myself. You know, I like counting on other people, but at the same time, I like putting myself as the one that, you know, has the end of the day. But I missed the camaraderie, and it was there. And I got to – fulfill the individual aspect with the team all at once and i was hooked and it's one of the only places that people tell you you're doing it right mm-hmm. yeah kevin that was beautiful it was i found so i found my website here good now that we killed the time <laughs> with my story yes <laughs> excellent so it says ry is at crossfit new windsor we know a few things we know that fitness improves health and transforms the human body more importantly, we believe in challenging people and revolutionizing quality of life with a stress-free community. We just happen to have some great trainers that think the same way we do about fitness and about life. I love it. Stress-free. A yeah. Of, a lot of people get stressed out in here, and that shouldn't be the case. Yes. Yeah, so you know, that should be your escape. Yeah, that that's one me, of the reasons that I did that. That gets me all the time. It's like people come in there, and like this shit like stresses it out. And I'm like, yo, like... I, I work, you know, 50 to 60 hours of my other job. Like, I get stressed out. I love my other job. I, I do. But I look forward to this <laughs> hour of the day that I can just come in here and at least not think that I have to be stressed at yeah. all. Like, if you're working a full-time job and you're stressed about that, then you're stressed about crossing on top like, of that? Why? Come on. I'm a firm believer if, like, you do if meditation especially something. something that you're making a choice to do. If you're not having fun doing it and you're choosing to be a miserable fuck when you're here, why are you paying money to do it? <laughs> yeah. Like, do pay do something that enjoys you. If like if you know what if doing CrossFit doesn't isn't enjoyable for you, that's fine. That's okay. I always say it. We need people to not do CrossFit 
and to think CrossFit's stupid and to think CrossFit's not for them to help us appreciate CrossFit and the people that actually want to do CrossFit. I think they freak out more about like what they're not good at. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. what stresses them out. It's like, oh, I, I don't understand the snatch, or I suck at running, right, or whatever yes. it is. I mean, and they miss the bigger picture of health. Yeah, yeah they'll see that yeah. on the whiteboard and not come in. Yeah, when <laughs> yep. they can yeah. completely do something else. Like we're just working out, and that's yeah. what you're paying for. The coach's <laughs> job yeah. is to make you not suck at that. Right, and like that's what they're gonna do. You're not paying to you know what I get stress out about a snatch. A no. Kick out of the people that like come in and avoid running. But before they started CrossFit, that's all they did hmm. is they went to the hamster yeah. wheel and just yeah. ran. Yeah. It's like, dude, that's literally what you did yeah. before you came here. I'm like, you think you're stressed out? I've been to CrossFit for six years. My max snatch is still like 205. <laughs> like, and, and, I may, and I've hit that twice in my whole life. Yep. Like, I just broke out of like, I can finally now snatch 185 every time without missing. Yeah. And now, and now I'm at 190. And now I have to hit 190 without missing, <laughs> like for like a year. And you're pumped you know? about that. But, oh, yeah, I'm perfectly content with that. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> yeah, my goals have definitely shifted. You know, yeah. it's just I used to be that guy, too. Typical owner who wanted to be the best athlete in the gym. And then uh, just things changed. The priorities shifted. Mm-hmm. There's more to life than yeah, having you- a bigger snatch than. You have to constantly readjust and reevaluate or else you're just going to get stuck yeah. in that stuck in a weird groove and you're going to hit a wall and plateau and then you're just going to get, like you said, stressed or down on yourself. So whenever you see people, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. This is I don't know if this is for me. Take a breath. Chill. Chill out. Yeah. You yeah. know, reassess your goals short term, long term. All right. Focus on something mm-hmm. else. Change your diet. Change it up. You're always in you're always in constant change. I like to use people that are. uh in tougher situations than yeah. others to put it in perspective so oh, we, yeah. have, we have yeah, a guy yeah, in yeah. Our, our gym tyler mm-hmm. uh he is paralyzed basically from like the abs down he's got like very little um of his abdominals that 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 will work he's in and, a wheelchair uh, is he not yeah he's in a wheelchair and he, you know he comes in and he just does whatever the coach you know has modified for him and we've come up with some standard things but i mean everything the guy does is basically all all arms yeah and we were finally when he came in his first day he could his one rep max like dumbbell deadlift off the floor from his chair was five pounds wow and and this was a while ago now i saw him do like 50 pounds holy shit you know and the other day he uh or not the other day but a few weeks ago or something he picked up a laundry basket off the ground and put it in his lap and didn't even think about it. And yeah. then he realized, I haven't done that in I don't know how That's long. That's really cool. Some people yeah, need that kind of wake-up yeah. call. And I'm like, you're worried about whatever? I'm yeah. like, look look at this yeah. guy. Yeah. Like, this guy, what it's all about. That's why I loved when Carlene was bringing um, her, dad. her dad and Paul. He's got no legs. And he'd come in in the wheelchair, and we would set up anything we can so he could climb his way up onto mm-hmm. the bike and get. He would yeah. balance himself yeah. on the assault bike. Yeah. He, he's doing dumbbells. He's doing ring rows. Like yeah, he doesn't are, need any like, help. Are you kidding me? Yeah, needs no help, and we can nope. totally scale around it. Yeah, and you think you're you know you're hurt and you're complaining about running? This guy's got no fucking legs. Yeah, I know. We d- I did a 5K up at Stewart Airport uh, on mm. April 28th, and he did it too. He did 3.1 miles with his arms holy shit <laughs> i was dying doing it with legs yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was someone, like seeing those people with the yep. yeah someone always oh, has it worse than you always. always like that's it and you know and 
know, we if we ask each other, you know, like just do you think you have the perfect life? Nine times out of ten, most people are gonna say no. But you know what? Do you know how many people would probably kill to have your life or mm, my life or right. anybody here's? Yeah. Um, you know, and that's what it comes down to is just you're dealt the cards that you were dealt. What's the that's best it. hand? Yeah. Never feel sorry for yourself and yeah. never complain. Never. Ever. Complain. Yeah, I, I get really frustrated with complainers. These guys know. But they do too, I think. I yeah, used to be the, one. That's been the topic yeah. of several of our yeah. podcasts. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it's everywhere because for some reason, like, everyone's got some type of it's easy. Entitlement. negative Nellies. Yeah, it's or enti- it's yeah, easy. I, I got a couple of them, uh, you know, somewhere. And... Uh, there's going to be a change if it doesn't stop. Yeah. What do you it, mean? It's ridiculous. What do you mean? Um, one of my locations has several people who everything is 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 a problem, you know, or there's something to say about everything, and I'm I'm not I'm I'm not having it. it that's not how I do I do things. So these guys know that you know my number one rule within the staff, and this is in like our staff group too on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like the number one thing is get rid of the cancer and whatever's going on so yeah. if there's a problem they come directly to me or steve or whoever's involved like if two coaches have a problem with one another mm. like kind of leave us out of it if it doesn't involve us and get to the head of it as soon as possible to nip it in the butt so we just move on no one needs to talk about it no one else including the members need to deal with it mm-hmm. just get it get rid of it get done yeah, you know? yeah. Figure it out. I mean, not everybody's gonna get along. That's fine. Right. No, absolutely. You know? No way. But you just have to coexist. Right? Maintain a professional exactly. relationship. Yeah. That's it. Like, Professionalism like, and respect. Many people, you know, that I've disagreed with, or not just you know, in coaching, but dude, we, me, in, and you disagree. Absolutely. But we're like fucking best friends. Yeah. Like you know, but I work. You and I are in 2018. I'm going to say it's a rarity of people that are able to separate professionalism with friendship. Yeah. Like I know when you and I are in the office and we're talking, that's a professional relationship that's going to have no bearing on how much how how good of a friend I am to you afterwards. Right. You know, it's simple as that and people don't know how to separate those two. You know, and it's are you a professional or are you a friend? When I'm coaching, I'm a professional. I'm not tr- I say it all the time. I'm not trying to be your friend when I'm coaching you. I'm trying to help you and I'm going to do it. I'm very direct and a lot of times and where this has been coming out, you know, recently people with my personality i am i'm i'm a kind of a dick but i'm not a dick like i'm very direct and i'm not gonna like butter things up a little bit and people confuse my directness for it being like an it, asshole exactly like in my weightlifting class so, you know i so far i had four of the new challenges by the way which this might piss a lot of people off i'm about to say this this is the best fucking challenge group ever like every other one of you guys were cool, but this one, hands down, is the best one that I've ever yeah? interacted with. Absolutely. That's awesome. They were all good. I'm not saying they were bad, but this yeah. one was just the best. That's awesome. I've had four of a minute so far. They're super coachable. And I, I let them know. I'm like, listen, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you if you messed up, and I'm going to tell you like that, that, that looked bad. But yeah. in the very next breath, I'm going to break it down for you and tell you what you did and how we're going to fix it. Right. And they, so far, I've had four of them in the class, and they've responded well to it, so... Hopefully it, it keeps coming. So what what are you gonna do about this, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there there there's some things in play. I mean, I yeah. I just sent the coaches an email, cool. you know, about you know how to how to solve that problem. 
and uh, I'm gonna, you know, let them do their job and and try to take care of it. Yeah. And then if it, you know, if it continues, then I'll they'll be held to pay. I'll intervene and I'll have a conversation with those people, and they can uh, they can hopefully listen to what I have to say and agree. Otherwise, I will be happy to recommend them to CrossFit 845 or any of your other locations. No, thank you. We're okay over here. So, Frank, in regards to your coaches, um, what you as an owner and you're on like Dave as far as, you know, the two largest (coughs) gyms in the upper Hudson Valley. I don't know numbers from down low, but I'm pretty confident to say in the upper Hudson Valley, you and him are the two biggest. What's your role of an owner with your coaches? Like what? Let me rephrase that better. What role do your coaches play, and what role do you play with your coaches in the gym? Yeah. Uh, so, two of my coaches are are uh, are technically full time. Like this is this is all they do. So they coach majority of the classes, and they you know do uh, they have nutrition clients that are members of the gym, and they do personal training. So like this is their career. And uh, so with them, uh, my role is to help them have careers because I already have several now. I don't need any more. So my role is to help them have careers and lead them through that. Uh, the the part-time coaches, uh, you know, I also, you know, lead them through through us. But their their priority is is going to be like their you know, their main, their main job. Like I already know this, you know, that's why I asked them like, what do you want out of this? And as long as I know what you want out of this, then I know what to give you out of it as opposed to kind of being like, well, how come you won't take more? Like, well, I already know what your expectation is. So you can do that. Um, So just as an owner, my role is just to, to manage my, manage my staff to make them, successful and then they in turn make the gym successful and at this point i just walk around and talk to members that's awesome <laughs> you don't Schmooze coach them who are your full-time coaches uh ruben mazza and Kristen, Kristen. Nadal. yep i worked with Kristen at cross mid hudson yep yeah she was over there uh you don't coach anymore uh i do not coach any classes anymore i stopped doing that probably I think maybe like end of last year or beginning of the year, like January. Um, it was, I had been dwindling classes all along. Mm. Um, and it was just kind of time for me to let the coaches run with it. And uh, for me to step back and take care of some some higher priority things like growing the gym and getting the place like set up for the future. You know, there's a lot of things that I was putting off because I was coaching and that had to get done and there's still a couple of things left to be done and maybe one day I'll be able to you know go back and just teach like one class a day or something like that um, but I get my my fill because I'll be like a ba- I'll be like the backup coach if I'm sitting yeah. around doing yeah. nothing and there's a class I'll walk up to an athlete here and there and you know give them a cue or whatever it is and that helps I, I do a very small amount of personal training like really small amount um, for you know select select people uh do you miss coaching uh i i do actually I, you know when you don't do something for a while you do miss it i i remember i think i got to coach a class a few weeks ago because uh 
a coach had an emergency we couldn't get anybody else so yeah i got to to jump in and do it so it, it was cool to it was fun again to be able to right. jump in and, and do that and everyone did well i think we were doing deadlifts and everyone pr their deadlift that day so i gotta ask you this because <clears throat> i've dealt with this too i still deal with it how, how, do, the, how do you deal with the members uh, kind of push back to that movement where you sort of take yourself out of there like Frank the face of the gym mm -hmm. is no longer coaching how do your members deal with that and how do you deal with that I'm sure uh, you've I'm sure you have pushback about that yeah a little bit I get some people you know saying like oh you know when are you going to coach again and stuff yeah. like that and you know I said oh you know maybe sometime soon I gotta I gotta do I gotta do some things before I get back to that Um, but the way I deal with that is I make it I make it seem like I'm there, even if I'm not there. So when they take a class from one of the other coaches, it should feel like I'm coaching the class, even though I'm not physically there. Mm -hmm. Like they should, when, when they feel the programming, they should know Frank was involved in this or <laughs> Frank you know, had his hand in, in yeah, this one. Frank definitely had his hand in this. <laughs> like I just got a text today from someone saying about uh, how much they liked the programming that it's smart and it makes sense. And it, uh, it it doesn't set out to crush you unless there's some type of larger goal for that for some reason right. and, and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I just try to make it feel like I, I try to make it feel like like I'm like I'm dead and I'm not I'm not here. It Frank. should still feel like Frank's dead. <laughs> Jeez, what? Don't get morbid. It's not morbid. It's a fact <laughs> of life. That'd be sad. The circle of life, bro. So, Eh, I was I was ready yesterday. I got to be ready every day. So so you took yourself out of coaching. Now what do you do with all that free time? <laughs> it's definitely not free time. I can tell you that. <laughs> well, I do have a full time career, so I do, Which is? do that. Mm. Uh, for the I've listeners, been a cop for fifteen years. Yep. <clears throat> so I got five years left to that, and then I can just be a full time gym owner with that Lamborghini. <laughs> yes, with the Lamborghini <laughs> Huracan. So you're a sheriff in Orange County. <laughs> Uh, no, in town of New Windsor. New Windsor, okay. Yep. yep. So I do that, and for the last uh, five or six years, I've been involved in the uh, Orange County Police Chiefs Association Academy, where I'm the uh, senior drill instructor there, as well as uh, I handle all the physical training for them. So they have to get through me to pass. Get to the job. <laughs> to get to the job. <laughs> Uh, um, compare that to boot camp. To military boot yeah, camp? Yeah. Is it similar um, at all or in like any way or is yeah, it? Yeah. It, I mean, it's similar. I mean, I'm not going to say we, you know, do it better than the military because this is very like, like law enforcement is semi, like a semi military organization. Yes. You were in and the military? No, I was not oh, yeah. ever. Um, but, uh. You know, we, a lot of the drill instructors do have military experience, which which helps. You know, like the uh, one of the first chief drill instructors, he was in the Marines, so he kind of like set up the rules and everything, like the way like a Marine boot camp would, mm -hmm. you know, would be. Like, there's a whole drill and ceremony, like manual, and like we do a lot of things, you know, exactly yeah. the way they do them for the most part. You know, uh, it's probably a little bit more lacks because in a sense it's part-time um do they sleep there no they don't stay there really yeah the only uh the only academy i know that happens is the state police like you live there for the week and go home yeah, on the weekends. weekends but yeah no these guys are hired by 
whatever municipality and it's not just orange county it's you know duchess ulster oh, wow. too and then uh, they're there for eight hours and then they go home oh wow and come back the next day i thought it was just no live there no like they're Monday hired it, it's their job to go to the academy they get paid you know just like they're working on the road to go to the academy for six months or whatever it is wow it's pretty cool are you um Still working with Chris Cooper? Uh, I am not anymore. Okay. Uh, I I did that for for a while. I did this whole incubator. Tell people who Chris Cooper is. Chris Cooper is the owner of CrossFit Catalyst, Catalyst and I think he owns another gym, CrossFit Ignite, maybe. And he is the owner of Two Brain Business. He's wrote several books, and uh, he's a basically like a business mentor, and. Uh, I forgot how I found him. I think I just found it online somehow, yeah. ran into it. And, uh, yeah, I decided that I needed a little bit of assistance to get to the next step in the gym. And uh, the Two Brain was very instrumental in, in helping that along, specifically the guy, the mentor I was working with, uh, Ken from CrossFit Reebok Ramsey in Canada, uh, Calgary, I think it is. And, uh, yep, so I did that for probably uh, a few a few months and made a bunch of changes which were all good and that they pushed me to do i would have never did them yeah if, uh, if it wasn't you know for for their help i would have completely put that off give us some changes that you did uh probably the one that i was fearing the most was raising your rates mm -hmm. and crossfit actually just put out a journal article about that which was funny um i, read that I was freaking out you know that i would have to do that because I was an idiot when we started and said that I would never do that to people <laughs> because who the hell likes to have their rate raised or anything? Right. Like, huh? I got a big smile on my face over here. Why? Because <laughs> it happened here too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, no one wants to do it. Like your cable bill goes up, you call up like screaming and yelling. Like, why does that, you know, why is it going up? And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to catch so much shit for this. But like, but it, like it has to happen at this point. Like there were people yeah. from the beginning who were, paying $80 a month and that wasn't sustainable <laughs> anymore. Like, Thank you. Yeah. It just, Thank you. It was, you know, it's not that I didn't want them to pay $80 a month. I wish they, they could, but it just yeah. wasn't sustainable as, as a business to keep that going, you know, cause costs of things increase. Like look at the, look at all the expanding and equipment mm -hmm. that we got and, and the trainers and the hours. And I was just like, okay, if we're going to have all this stuff, like this has to cost more and based on what it's costing in other places, like I think I can make it where it's not so bad. So, you know, the eighties went to a hundred, you know, I wasn't going to hit them with a $60 increase, yeah. you know, right. Just like that. Uh, I think the hundreds went to one twenty, and and then after that, everybody kind of just went up like $10, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I really, uh, I sent like a real nice email explaining, you know, why and apologizing and no one really gave me any crap for it. Uh, a couple people left. Yeah. A few, like a few, like yeah. maybe five. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry they went, but you I understand. Mean, they, yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's fine. It is what it is. And, and then, you know what? A, a couple of them came back. Yeah. They came back, you know? Yeah. I never really um, think it's goodbye forever. Yeah. I think it's just kind of, well, I'm going to stop for now and then. Yeah. 
But I'll, I'll, I'll just say this to anybody listening. Like, if your gym raises the rates, like, trust me, it's not because they're trying to put an extra whatever in their pocket no every month. Way. Like, it's not God, going no. Why to, do you think I have two other no. fucking businesses? <laughs> it's not going to us. It's going to keeping all those classes that you want available paying going the and, and paying your, your coaches. Like, you know, they have to make a living too. And if they're not making what they need to make, they're going to look to make it somewhere else. Right. And then you're not going to have a coach and then you're not going to have that class. And if you want all that, you know, better equipment or whatever it is, then that's what it all goes to. It's not, it's not going to us. I can tell you that. Yeah. I, you don't see that Lamborghini in my driveway because <laughs> no. that money is not going to me. Nope. <laughs> And what about another change? What can you say? Uh, another change, the the other really good thing I did is I definitely played a bigger role in leading the staff. There was a point that I kind of felt like I was not that I was abandoning them, but I was leaving too much up to them to figure like, oh, well, they should know they're a coach. Yeah. You know? Like give or, me a for or, instance. Um <clears throat> Like, for existence of if a coach wants wanted to do like a special uh, a special class, say they wanted to do like a, a pull up class or a running class or whatever, or it is. a beginner's weightlifting class, yeah, or <laughs> something like that. And uh, yeah, I'm like, cool. all right, I hear it's a cool class. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, yeah, go go ahead, do that. I was assuming that they would know how to program for it, how to market it, how to bring people in for it, how to like charge everybody for it, how much to charge and all that. And then it would fail. And I'd be like, what the hell, <laughs> you know, completely my fault. I then realized, uh, you know, through two brain that I did not train these people at all like, yeah. to do any of yeah. that. I was just very assuming. So yeah. I got to work and started saying, okay, this is your idea. Here's where I think you should start. Let's work with that. Let's meet again next week. We meet again. Talk about this now. Okay, I think it should cost this much. I think you should do this and so on and so on. And so I would just help guide them through. And, you know, we have weekly meetings now, like all the time. Um, I send them uh, stuff, you know, via email mm -hmm. that I want them to read or, you know, or to learn. And then and that goes up and down. Sometimes you forget that you have to, you know, be there for them in certain you know, in other ways like training and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, just taking much more of a, a leadership role was uh, instead of assuming they know what to do. Do you guys have like, a private Facebook group? We do. Yep. I've had one from the beginning. Cool. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. And it's good. We don't, uh, we used to use it kind of like dot com did like post time to comments. We used to use it for that. Yeah. And, uh, no, I mean for your staff. Oh, for our staff? Yeah, they have one too. Uh, with, with that one, basically we use that for uh, everybody who joins the gym or comes out of on-ramp. So on your fourth day of on-ramp when you finish, which is actually you taking class with your on-ramp coach there next to you the whole class, uh, once you finish that, you uh, you go over to our cool little CrossFit New Windsor wooden sign that my, uh, my wife's uncle made for me. And uh, you get your picture taken, and then on that Facebook group, uh, your picture goes up with like a dissertation as to how you did an on-ramp and nice. what modifications you might cool. need and all kinds of information about you. I love it. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. 
I love that. That's cool. Yeah, we just started doing something similar to that. We have our athlete of the month for each location of our gym. Yeah. yeah. I think that's been doing well. People like that. Oh, that's cool. Gives yeah. everyone and a they shout vote. out each month. The, the staff members vote. vote. Yeah. Oh, oh members vote? That's Members yeah, the vote, members and then and then we have the oh, final well, yeah, side. Oh, yeah, the members put, we put it in there. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we overrule it. The other good thing about um, doing that is the, the coaches can, you know, if they forget someone's name, they can just pop on quick and oh, see yeah, who yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. You know? I've um, used Wada for yeah, that. Yeah, that's why I just – yeah. yeah. I'll just go over and be like process of elimination. Yeah. It's not yeah. Joe. It's not Rob. Yeah. Yeah. All right, it's Gary. We're good. Yeah. What's and, up, Gary? <laughs> and, and two, you can go back and see, like, well, who ha- who haven't I seen in a week or yeah. two weeks? Yeah. And then the uh, front desk manager can give them a call or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we have a girl that does that too. She's more behind the scenes. Yeah, that was a good hire by us. Um What's next for CrossFit New Windsor? Oh, man. Or you're not uh, allowed to say. No, no, no. I can say. There's no secrets here. Uh, we only have hundreds of listeners. Yep. <laughs> hundreds. Yeah. Hundreds. No, no one's going to be chiming in to listen to We're not into the four me. digits yet. Yes, they are. Uh, let's see. Next, we're talking about actually bringing back Frank's Boot Camp. Uh, yeah. The wow. thing that started it all. We're, I'm looking at bringing, bringing that back for people who are uh, – you know, intimidated by CrossFit because that's a big thing, and I get it, even though they don't need to be, but they just don't want to touch a barbell for whatever reason. Yep. I'm not going to try to change your mind right now. So, talking about bringing back that and uh, talking about um, starting spin classes. Whoa, yep. Frankie. <laughs> yep. You got spin mics over there? Last I, I checked, I didn't. do not. Nice. I do not. Someone, <laughs> someone said, "Let's do it with the assault bikes." I'm like, <laughs> "Are you <laughs> out of your mind? That's People what I was will die." That would be miserable. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine a spin class no, on that thing? So Can you imagine out. how loud you'd have to have the music? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like with twelve bikes. bikes. Yeah. Going yeah. yeah, and how much does a bike go for? What is it? Uh, spin, so spin, bikes spin bikes are, are a lot. Anywhere from like five hundred to fifteen hundred dollars. Yep. Really? Yeah. And assault bikes are expensive too. Yeah, like yeah. seven, eight hundred. Not as yeah. expensive as those spin bikes. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. buddy. But yep. those are spin bikes though are tanks though. Those things. Yeah. You know, but it's not like an assault bike where it's gonna go loose really right. fast. Yeah. What right. consists of a of a Frank? Uh, yeah, tell us. Boot camp. Is yeah. it just uh, like a total metabolic conditioning think, beat down uh, with no barbells? So I'll give you an example. The I think the first workout we ever did that I put them through at the track was like 400-meter run, 21 burpees and air squats, 400-meter run, 15-15, 400-meter, 9-9. And I actually still use that workout for the the first PT day of the police academy. Of every new class, that's, that's the first yeah, workout they perfect. do. Perfect. So yeah. just cool. total cardio beat down. Yeah, it, 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 it's a horrible workout. It yeah, takes yeah. like twelve minutes, yeah. and you're you're done. That's People crazy. love that shit, and yeah. anybody yeah. can do it. Anybody is, can do that. Is exactly. Frank's Frank's boot camp? Is that like an expedited class where it's thirty or forty five <laughs> minutes, uh, or yeah, is it a full it, hour? No, it takes it takes about forty five minutes because we'll do we'll do a warm up and then we'll you know have to teach the mechanics of the movements. I mean, you still yeah. have to teach an air squat and you know. You still want to, you know, teach a burpee efficiently. You don't want people just, you know, getting up. Do you work out with them? No, no. Do you wear a headset? I do not wear a headset. (laughs) Ryan Hansen did his microphone. You mean? Yeah, Ryan. Trust Ryan boot camp. And I was just actually just talking to him about it yesterday when I saw him. He he crushed it. Like, and uh, he it 
that who's looking for that same demographic as you said too, mm-hmm. the people that you know want to get in, want to get the workout, but they don't necessarily want to do the barbell. They're intimidated mm-hmm. by it. You know, week four of the boot camp. Oh, guys, we're using a barbell. But you, know, yeah. you guys already yeah. did three weeks. Yeah, so. but you know what? They they build confidence exactly. You know, with exactly. you know just doing whatever, and then all of a sudden they want to yeah. try you know something else. Like yeah. you pull the sled out one day on like week three or whatever, and they push a sled. And then they're not going to be able to. I don't know like how to talk about sled there. pushes at your gym. I know. Well, we'll I, come back kinda, to that. <laughs> <laughs> I know that yeah. hurt. <laughs> I don't like to talk about sled yeah. pushes. Uh, Maybe on the gravel. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, yeah. All of a sudden, you get them pushing a sled, and you don't tell them how much is on it. Next thing you you know, they push three hundred pounds, and then you tell them, and they're like, "There's no way I just yeah. pushed three hundred pounds," yeah. and they don't understand. They're That's like, awesome. No, you're very capable of pushing more than that jason kalipa is a big fan of the boot camp yeah uh entry level mm-hmm. style yeah yeah let's talk about bros and does <laughs> while kevin yeah. brings gotta, it up i gotta go to the bathroom no <laughs> <Get out here. laughs> bros and does yeah. is a great competition yeah it is uh typically a co-ed competition over at new windsor yeah. typically in may mm-hmm. right yes and uh how did this event go this year? It was good. It was a little smaller than smaller than normal. I think because they're like graduations and mm-hmm. it typically falls on like Mother's Day weekend. Which yeah. I might change the date now that I've put my hand on the stove several times. Yeah. With that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it 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 went great. Uh, I was a little worried about the the Why programming that? I did this year. Why? Um, I don't know. I wasn't. I did it. I you know I always change it a million times and. It was, uh, you know, and then I didn't know if the weather was going to cooperate, which it didn't exactly. Sorry to the two RX teams awesome. that got rained on. I was in there. <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah, I just, I just don't know. Sometimes I question, you know, what I, what I made <laughs> and if it's going to go well. But uh, I you, think, I think it went yeah. good. Do you oh, think? I'm sorry, Kev. Okay, go ahead. This guy, two years in a row, has fucking predicted something to do with the <laughs> open. <laughs> two years in a row now. Uh, it's fucking crazy. Like. Like last year, there was a workout that was pretty much exactly the burpee box jump dumbbell snatch workout. So he's like, guys, I like predicted this workout, so I'm going to change it so it's not the same exact one. Yeah. And then this year, um, the dumbbell box stepovers. Brutal. Yeah. was in regionals. So I programmed it first before it no, was announced. Absolutely, you did. <laughs> so Both times. It's like brutal. And those are like two, like the first one, like, all right, those are pretty basic movements. Like we all knew the dumbbell, but putting them together with the same exact <laughs> movement and then dumbbell box stepovers. Yeah. No one does that. No. Yeah, it sounds brutal. How, two how people do that. Boxes? Dave, 24. Dave Castro and Frank Volpe. Those yeah. are the two people that do that. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's actually not the, I mean, no one ever knows what Dave Castro is going to actually come up with. Except so I'm not going to assume to, yeah, well, we can <laughs> say it, but I mean, if you follow .com and you look, you can, Absolutely. And, you, and then you look a little bit at like the open originals, you can almost predict. S- predict in a way, like at least what movement might come up. Yeah. I'm not going to say you can predict the actual workout or, yeah. you know, what he tends to be thinking, but you so can like, kind of yeah. assume what's going to so happen. Like everyone knew this year. Everyone knew this year. Yeah. Like something no new knows. was going to happen. No one knows. You know, the Shut handstand up. walks, you know, popped up. Um, so now you can expect that they're going to be there next year. Yeah. You know, again. Yeah. Talk about 2017 during the sled push <laughs> where <laughs> it, it rains. Uh, leading where up, it rains. Leading up to the sled push event, and mind you, it wasn't a co-ed. It was a it was a 
guy guy girl girl yes, team there's this about. one team out there specifically one member of the team talking called, a lot of shit it's called the team name was we're expecting about um the sled push event saying that mm. they were gonna take that event Easily. and uh, can you just talk Easily. about what happened that day it rains uh, frank it rains yeah um you know what? i don't know if i actually remember but i believe someone had so many plates on the sled that gravity <laughs> was no longer on this earth right <laughs> right <laughs> And, uh, I it believe wasn't he blamed it on his <laughs> shoes. I did put a caveat on the rules that said you may want to bring yeah. some type of yeah. turf shoe. Yeah. Right. Yep. But look at him. <laughs> look at me. <laughs> right. The fact we were able to move the same weight. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Woof. Yeah. Uh, that was You'll never was live it down. No. Just no. because I thought of the, the max, I thought the max sled push was was cool. I like to make no, it that was a really cool cleaners. idea. I like to make it different. No, absolutely, it was it was really cool. Um, and it was cool to see people do it. <laughs> I just couldn't get my fucking foot. You know, what I was really bummed yeah. about the. I don't forgot what year it was, but I had, I uh, I think it was gonna be an individual comp that I was gonna do that I had to cancel because not oh, enough yeah. people signed I up for that. it. I was so excited about those workouts. I had a tire flip ladder. Yeah, I program. remember. Yeah, I, remember. I had yeah. something to do with like. It was like uh, like five gallon water jugs, yeah. farmer carries. Yeah. Like I had so much cool stuff programmed. Yeah. Do you think that deters people? I like don't know. When you say you're worried about your programming, you said that before. Yeah. Well, no, I was I was just concerned about what I made this year. I just didn't I didn't know how I felt about it. Um, do you test the workouts? I do have some people test. You know, test no, them. No, no, or no, that's not pieces. what I asked. Oh, right. do I test them? <laughs> no, I don't test them. That's well, like yeah. Jess. Jess does the same yeah, thing. She has Jess yeah. doesn't test our coaches. No, because I want to see what other people look like doing it. Right, because yeah. you want the, those top tier athletes to, you know, test them out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not saying that you're not top tier. <laughs> I'm right? definitely not top tier. Oh, <laughs> uh, weren't you third fittest alive in the very first one? I was. There you go. That's the equivalent oh, nice. of like. <laughs> well, easy now. No, no, I'm, no, I'm going to talk about me. I'm going to talk about myself. That's, that's like going back to like the 2007 games and, yeah. you know, putting uh, someone that was there that you never heard about again. <laughs> Who won that? Was it Gary? Yes. Uh, Gar- uh, Gary. Sorrentino? Oh, the first one? First one? No, I don't know. I know Paz got Paz second. Got second. Yeah. Who got, oh, no, Gary got first. Yeah, Gary know. got first. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good year. That was good. But Who got who got first in scales? Your boy. <laughs> you did? No, Turbo. He beat me. Oh, yeah. 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 I think John was, Ashley was, was in scale, too. Me, no? you, and Jamel? No, me, you, and that w- MTV oh, Jay. guy. Oh, Jay. Yeah, Jay. <laughs> I always MTV do that. Guy. Jay G. I always start in this big deficit. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, yeah, and then you come back. And, and I always have to fight my way back to yeah. the end. I was proud of myself in the Rose and Does. There's some you competition awesome. there, man. Yeah. I'll see him hanging out with them. That was good. I'll take that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm not mad anytime. uh you know, I come in like right behind Chris or right, yeah. or anything or any of those guys. Yeah, I'm not mad at all. How's no. that crew always so good? What do they do? What's what their secret? Do. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah. just full time. No, it's not even full time, and that's part of the reason why. Like, I love the and I was so happy and like proud for the local the Coliseum team making this because they all have full time jobs. Yeah, like they don't dedi- like they dedicate their life to it as far as. You know, eating right and doing the self care and self body work outside of it, but they're not in the gym four, five, six hours a day. They go for like one to three hours a day, depending on the day. They do their work, and then you know, so they prove that like just 
you know, you can still be at that level and still do it. But I also believe that the people who want to compete in this area go to the Coliseum and competing every day is what they do. Yeah. When they have a workout on the board, that group of athletes, that's the competitors, they train together. They're training constantly and put having those people that push themselves. Um, Christian so, training over there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think he should yeah. be. You know, tra- you, I'm a firm believer of you should train with people that are better. Than Definitely. You. Yeah. You know, if you're the top, oh, yeah. if you're the top yeah, level true. of who you are in the gym, then you know what? It might be time to look for a yeah. second place, a second home yeah. to go lift. Um, kind of like me with like weightlifting, with weightlifting here. I At this gym right here, as far as the lifts, I don't have that many people pushing me. But that's why I go over to Intrepid right, and I yeah, lift yeah. on Ryan's team yeah. over there. Um, I'll go over there because there's people that are stronger than me. Right. There's people that are better than me. There's people I'm learning from. There's people that I'm chasing Yeah. over there. I um, think it's Rich Froning. He said he'll take a training partner over a coach any day. Yeah. yeah. You should, shouldn't have a coach, but he doesn't really totally need agree. one. But, yeah, I mean, me and Chris work out together, like, just about once a week. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I go awesome. down there or he, or he comes over. Yeah. I yeah. asked Chris to come on when uh, at Bros and Dose. He said he would. Yeah. So we'll bring him on and we'll ask him. No, that'd be awesome. That. Yeah. But uh, I say, yeah, I got this. I got this other guy in the gym who uh, I work out with. He's a he's a state trooper. He was on the um, he was on the Redskins for a little while, and uh, so he's a monster of a guy. Yeah. And uh, so he just you know has that natural athleticism which I never had because I didn't do anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, but uh, anytime I you know. I come in like second to him or behind him. Like, I'm not mad. That might as yeah. well be yeah. first as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, yeah. I'm not supposed to beat him. <laughs> right. <laughs> we are the complete. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito in Twins. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the shit, yeah. and he's like all the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's funny. Yeah, man. It's uh, yeah. It's, I love training. Yeah. yeah. I love training. Frank, how old are you? I uh, just turned 37. Wow. Mm. So you're yes. officially a master. I've been a master for two years now, and I'm very happy about that. Cause <laughs> <laughs> prior to that, I was just getting to the point that I was getting my ass kicked all the time. Would you ever consider getting back in the ring and training hard again? You know, I think about that sometimes. Yeah. And uh, there, there's periods where I'm like, I think I could. Uh, but like right now I don't see how it's, it's possible. I mean, I could make it possible, but I actually just don't want to right now. Yeah. I am perfectly content with the cl- taking class in my gym with everyone else and doing one workout a yep. day and every once in a blue moon, you know, <laughs> depending, I might throw in like a skill to practice, Yeah. you know, or whatever. I might hit a lift beforehand if I want to do that, but I don't train you know, two, three workouts a day or, or anything like that. Um, I just think that's, if you don't have the time to take care of all the other stuff that goes along with it, it's a disaster. It's a recipe for disaster. And I know some people that do that now and they're not heeding advice and it's going to be a problem for them one day. They just don't know it yet. Yeah. So let's fast forward five years from now. Oh yes. You retire. True. And you can go back to being a full-time gym owner. You'll be in the mm. 40 to 45 class. That's true. Would you consider then 
Yeah, I, I actually think that's when my window will be. I will be in that's the next cool. class. I will have nothing else I have to do. And at that, you know, stage, I can, uh, I can ramp it up a little, assuming that I keep myself, you know, healthy and, and injury free. So that's cool. So, but I know my limitations. I know I have to be careful how much overhead I do just cause I've like overdeveloped neck muscles and they just get too tight and it causes problems for me so i don't go overhead you know as yeah. often as maybe other people what do you do as because you're obviously active uh both in the gym and outside of it um what do you do as far as recovery and self-care and like self-treatment do you do anything for that yeah um, yeah i do a little bit i definitely don't do as much like like ramwad type stuff as i should i definitely should do more of that but uh, I got a member that comes to the gym. He owns a chiropractic uh, practice, and uh, you know I see him at least once a week. You know, try to try to go twice. Um, that's been he's been like amazing for me. Uh, I mean, I didn't have like really you know like back issues or anything like that, but like I said, my neck is yeah is, has been a problem, and he, he's just amazing. Like he can I can have a tweak and one adjustment, he's got it fixed. Yeah. I remember. Uh, uh, Greg's competition that he threw like the day before or something like I did something to my back I don't know what it was and I went to him like three times between the day before and Greg's competition and I crushed the deadlift burpee over bar yep. workout and uh, you know I mean he's just he's magic for me yeah. so I definitely use him a lot um, I just make sure I you know I don't do anything stupid, really. Yeah. And and I just I rest when I'm supposed to rest. You know, I don't live to fight another day. Yeah, exactly. Like yesterday, uh, part A was uh, like one snatch every 90 seconds for 10 rounds, and I did that, and I was feeling fine. And then the second part was like every minute for 10 minutes, three touch and go power cleans and two push press at like 65%, something like that. And it was only like 165. And on the first round, I just didn't feel good on the push press. Like, yeah. like, you know, my neck felt tight. Like, my right elbow was, like, tweaking. And I did, like, two or three rounds. And I'm like, nah, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not going to do this. I'm, I'm going to live Smart. to work out tomorrow. There you so go. I just yeah, stopped. Most people think that, you know, They'll push fight, through fighting through it. that, yeah. you know. You know. It's not like I'm not injured, but I didn't want to be Absolutely. injured. Right, yeah. So I'm not going to... I do it, and I tell people that come to my weightlifting classes, shut it down all the time. And then they don't want to. Yeah. 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 I'm like, dude, like, I do this. Like, I practice what I preach in that aspect. I'll be doing it all the time. You know, I'll be squatting, and I'll be like, oh, shit. You know, my legs aren't feeling well for the load that I'm supposed to do. I can either back off the load and not get what I'm supposed to do for my program, or I can just shut it down for the day, do it tomorrow, and get what I'm supposed to out of it. But I didn't feel slighted at all. Like, I hit a yeah. one. I hit a 190 on the snatch, my pathetic snatch. I failed 195 three times. And Sorry, turbo snatch. It's like fine, but you yeah. want you want a pathetic snatch? You come watch me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? But whatever. I hit more than 185, and I was okay. That's a win for yeah, today. Yeah, Good. Fitness completed. I set out what I was supposed to do. And uh, also, it's maintaining that level of walking through the door. So, like, even if you go, you take it easy, you know, you only do half the workout because it's, you still kept your routine of your goal. Yeah. You didn't just take a day off. Mm-hmm. 
And if you needed to, then oh well. Then you do it. Last question. What can we do better here in the Hudson Valley when it comes to CrossFitters? Ooh. Mm, what can we do better? Juice them uh, up. Ha- <laughs> uh, Rest in I, peace to the CrossFit formula. That was awesome. That was amazing. It was an amazing time. It's actually a really, really lot of work. I kind of wish the that gym nobody I was at helped me with. Wanted to do it. <laughs> yeah, we do too. Um, when was the last year that happened? There was only one. There was year. only one year, Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> really? And it was awesome. When was, was it? It was like two years ago. Two years ago? Yeah, I think it was sixteen. Yeah. Right. It was sixteen. What can we do better in the Hudson Valley with CrossFitters? That's the yeah. question. Like awareness. Awareness. Uh. Yeah, I think we definitely have to... Destroy the stigma. Uh, I think we just need to figure out how to educate them better as to what we're doing as opposed to what everyone thinks we're doing. Yeah. You know? Like, I feel like a lot of people... Well, I've heard it both ways. I'm like, you guys just do a lot of cardio, right? <laughs> yes, we do some of that. You guys just... You guys just throw weights around all the time, right? Yes, we do that also. All right. Like, they either think we do one or we do the other. Or they think all we do is burpees. Right. Like, I catch so much shit at work because of whatever, like, a burpee is. I'm like, you played football. It's an up-down. Yeah. 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 It's a, like, it's just called someone something just different. came up with another name yeah. for it for some reason. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. I don't know why it was named that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think. We just have to educate them as to what we're actually doing in here. And for us, like our why that's on our website, we are revolutionizing your quality of life. That's what I'm concerned about. I'm Mm -hmm. concerned about you not having diabetes or any illnesses. I'm concerned with you not needing a wheelchair or a walker when you're older. I'm concerned with your children not putting you in a nursing home when you're older like nobody wants to live like that right. I, I watched my grandfather you know kind of go through that ended up with dementia mm-hmm. couldn't take care of himself died in the nursing home like that's awful like i wouldn't want that yeah. to happen to me or anyone right. else and i believe that crossfit and the training that we're doing can prevent that or at least put it off for a very long time yeah that's good shit thanks frank for coming on yeah man thanks for Can't having be all right I'm good. You look stunned by that answer. <laughs> you were out of it for a while. I think he's no? crying. <laughs> I think he's too. Do I look like I'm crying? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just listening. That was really cool. I mean, yeah, I like that. No, th- this was a fun episode. Yeah, it was. It was. Like just talking. I think CrossFit's developed enough along the lines that it, that stigma has kind of broken down over over time, and we're. I think it's important for us to push and market our diversity. You know, there. You can come to a CrossFit gym and do a spin class, do a cardio or uh, an endurance class. You can do a yoga class. Yeah. You can do a barbell class. Yeah. You can do. I think Jamel and I were talking about doing a hiking group. You know, that it's cool. it's not just throwing around weights. You can fly drones and doing burpees. You do a drone. Yeah, class. you do a drone. You know, class. A lot. <laughs> a lot of affiliates have had to expand into different yeah. markets to get people in the exactly. door to do it. I mean, the days of. You know, just <coughs> rolling up to a place like this with the garage door open and oh, it's just only being CrossFit right. yeah. is it doesn't 
make it anymore as a business. Right. Nope. Yeah. You know? It's like the six-week challenge agree. ads for every gym, not even just us. Yeah. All yeah. of them. It's like it mentions nothing to do with CrossFit right. until after yeah. you fill it out. Exactly. Yeah. Because people don't – it's because of that stigma. Yeah. yeah. I think that's evolved and will continue to evolve, and that'll help yeah. You know, break down the barrier yeah. of, of the – a lot of the negativity negativity that surrounds yeah. CrossFit. But but the foundations that Glassman Still put there. in have to remain the same yeah. Yeah. for it to be successful. Absolutely. Like he's got like two thousand two journal articles that you know, uh, like the garage gym. Yep. Stuff like that. Like that's how you should not necessarily in your garage. I don't know that that works so well I anymore. But that same concept of how he said to like set it up and the general business model that he said right you need to follow that right otherwise too many people just get something open the doors spend 60 grand on rogue that's, equipment yeah, and then yeah. hope the people come yeah that's what like, i'm saying Frank. No, that's what i said in the no, beginning no, 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 no don't do that no that, that's a terrible terrible idea bad bad idea bad idea no train five people <laughs> and make whatever five dollars of each person and then yeah. make them tell everyone else yep. yeah and then let them come and then find where you're going to put the people agreed love agreed. it all right can't boys. dive in like that turbo thanks what's up cue us Frank. up thanks for, for coming man. we didn't do it last time. Shit. i don't want to do it i think we're phasing out of that uh, oh. Damn. i think we are wow, this is no? sad, sad, sad time. too sad time, sad okay. time. goodbye